Hello there, everybody. Welcome to Movies Are Real for the month of November 2K21. Happy holidays, everybody. Ho, ho, ho. You know what I'm fucking saying, baby? It's movie time. I'm George. Introducing myself again for the third time in a row. I'm George. Hello. I'm here with Carrie Lyles. Hello. Happy Sprite Cranberry season to the Hey, observer. Sprite Cranberry season. <laughs> Woohoo. Uh, Ryan, how are you? Happy, happy holiday. No specifics, just holidays are here. We, 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 we are, we are for everyone of all thoughts. I feel like the, the dad sweater you're wearing is really like. <laughs> I feel like the corporateness of that answer is influenced by your outfit. What are you talking about? Oh man, hello. I just want everyone to get along this holiday season, no matter what holiday we're, we're uh, celebrating. I'm not gonna say nothing. Uh, hello everybody. Um, we've somehow created this fucking uh, trend where we're watching a movie while recording a podcast. And I realized last episode, we never said that we were watching Tenet. We no point mentioned <laughs> oh. that we were watching Tenet. I'm pretty sure. Maybe once, but I couldn't find it. I, th- I think there was a part where someone referenced something that was happening and like one of us started to say <laughs> we didn't establish that we're watching Tenet or something, <laughs> but it's like very small. Anyways, we're watching 2003's Ang Lee's Hulk. Just Hulk. Oh, just Hulk, sorry. Just Hulk. Just Hulk. Not incredible, the, not the not Hulk. Not the, just Hulk. Just Hulk. Whatever that means. Mediocre Hulk. Mediocre Hulk. Uh, maybe most bold editing decisions of 2003. Man, you're right. I would love to hear from the editor of this movie being like, man, dude, I had so many effects in it, my little pan. Took, you have no idea how long it took me I, to do that. just went through every effects my, library I had. My Windows movie maker crashed four times. Aang just kept coming to the, and being more like, more comic booky, And I'm like, be more specific. <laughs> you know. Like, you ever read a comic book? No! <laughs> Why did you hire me for this? Uh, so we'll see how we feel about Angley's Hulk by the end of it. It's a weird movie. I guarantee you by the time we're done with this podcast, he will not have turned into the Hulk. Because You're, it takes good point. Long. Good point. It takes a long <laughs> time. That, in this movie. that is the bit of this movie. Anyways, November. Somehow the year is almost over, folks. It's hard to believe. That's wild. It made me realize that we have to start thinking about our best of. At Ooh. some point... That's crazy. I'm not ready for that, but we don't have to do that today. We do have to talk about the movies in November. And uh, the first movie on this list is a movie that we feel very positive about. Uh, Old Pablo Lorraine? Is that how you pronounce his name? He's back. He's back. He's here to talk about a sad lady and make a a, a movie. Um, Spencer, starring the one and only Kirsten Stewart. Uh, We have a, a movie about Princess Diana. As I understand, based on the true events, when they went for a Christmas, she went on a Christmas, uh, like, with the family, mm-hmm. and uh, she already knew that her husband was cheating on her, uh, and then she's just like, I want to get the fuck out of here mm-hmm. so bad, uh, and we have a movie about, uh, yeah, she's really, she really, really does not want to be there. Just folks. a particularly bad Christmas. It's a, not a this, great Christmas. Um yeah, there's that letterbox review. I think it's probably one. I think it was one of the top ones. At least when the movie came out, it was like Kirsten Stewart once again finds herself indoctrinated into a family of vampires. Uh, <laughs> but this time, uh, this things time. might not end up very good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, I guess Ryan, you probably you you're a known uh, Kirsten Stewart appreciator. I, on do, the I don't like to talk about it too much. <laughs> I like to keep it contained. But yes, I am. I am quite the fan. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on this film? This was everything to me. <laughs> I loved. I loved every minute. Like I knew I'd like it. Um, 
But, you know, Kristen Stewart, she's done a lot of biopicy kind of stuff in the last few years, and a lot of them have been like, okay, like, just, just like random, like, famous people, but like, when I heard, like, the Prince Stan, I was like, okay, this might be something, but kind of like right from the get-go, this felt like a very, like, a, a like, worn movie, like, washed out and colorful, and just, just had, like, this, this, uh, bitter energy to it that just kind of, just right from the start, you just feel like, oh, this is going to be bad, but, like, hopefully it doesn't end up as bad as I know this story is. <laughs> I'm praying it's not, but... Oh my god! I saw this twice. In case anyone I only saw it once. Um, I've seen it twice. It's it's great, right, Carrie? You you agree with me, Carrie? Oh it's, hell yeah! I it's, love this movie. It's a very interesting way to do a biopic. Yeah, I wouldn't well. even call it a biopic. Yeah. it's a little. It's, a, it's, it's just like a slice of life of a person who. Exists. Yeah, exactly. Because we don't really like. It doesn't really do any of the biopic things. Okay. No, that's true. I'm grateful for Here that. Thank God. Up. Here is her going into the royal family. Yeah. Like, no, we don't need that. It's just like, you know, <laughs> hey, here's this sad lady having a bad Christmas. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, just, and even though it doesn't like get into like the, like, I feel like with our age, we weren't around for a lot of the Princess Diana stuff. Yeah, so I'm not a big I, I don't have a context. I, mean, I have the idea of this person. I feel like this movie really does emphasize the idea of this person. Where I was like, yeah, the royal family, they don't seem very cool from my American perspective. But yeah. then I watched this like, oh yeah, this would be just the a worst. Yeah. This would be awful. <laughs> I hate this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, the movie is essentially, it is like... Uh, not claustrophobic is the word, but just deeply uncomfortable. When the movie oppressive? starts, oppressive, that's the word. Just this oppressive energy throughout the whole time. Um, and uh, you don't know how bad it is and how awful the, uh, how, how much it affects uh, Princess Diana, played by Kirsten Stewart in this film, uh, until just like the behavior she exhibits. Uh, like my letterbox review of this was a swallow two European boogaloo. Uh, Cause that's, that's excited. what it reminded me. <laughs> but, but you see like what, like what a hundred percent, like, and it's uh, if folks who are not familiar with swallow, I forgot what the, what the character was suffering from there. Do you remember the top of your head, Carrie? I don't at remember all? what the affliction was right. called. But though. essentially, um, she, she was able to. She was able to find like uh, an out, an unhealthy outlet for the deeply uncomfortable feelings that she was having of being like sort of trapped, some sort of like being suffocated by who she is as a person uh, in this relationship with this really shitty guy, big rich guy with a rich family who has a lot of expectations, and her trying to live up to those expectations is just really just a fucking choking her out. She feels out of control in every aspect. Yeah, so she yeah. finds a super not great, um, not the healthiest of swallowing of, objects. Of something that she feels in control of and is like her own thing. Yeah, that's what that's what swallow is about. And we see a lot of sort of a some a lot of the same stuff in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to that like not to that huge graphic. Level. Of that. Not to that. Yeah, but it's the same. It's the same vibe. It's the just hurting like, herself. It's the same setup, it's the yeah. Same yeah. setup essentially. Um, but yeah, we see that, and like it's you genuinely feel uh, sorry for this character, which is a, uh, I mean, like it. We have this person who's essentially got married into royalty, so it's like, what? Are, what is the? What's the big whoop? It can't be that bad. But uh, Kirsten Stewart and the way this is written and the way this is shot, you really, 
you can you feel sympathy for the character uh and kirsten stewart is just on it she's just uh so energetic in this and just she's just she just knocks it out of the park um i yeah i love it as well it's one of my favorites of the year top five for sure mm-hmm. um looks beautiful i love yes. the way it's shot i like the way it's framed it's uh not really a four by three it's like i don't know what the fuck it is it is a really um, it feels like you're watching it on like a CRT. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even though we, it's got it's a warm it. fuzzy. It's yeah. not like a little out of focus. Maybe not out of focus, but there's like a bloomy kind of look. Yeah. The way it looks hazy. Maybe yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know what else. To, I don't know what else to say about it. I think it's fantastic. I think it's one of the best of the year. I hope Kirsten Sear gets uh, recognition for it. Oh, there, are, it's about time. There are moments. <laughs> there, there, like. There are moments of obviously where moments are like, man, this sucks ass, and there are also like genuine moments of like laugh out loud, holy shit! Oh yes, like um, th- she's really trying to bring like th- there was there was a bit the stuff with Princess Diana, like oh, she went through some hard shit, especially with the media. Well, no, like just internally at, uh, with the royal family, but there's still that spark of a person who has had a lot of life in her. And that stuff like comes out in Kristen Stewart's performance, and it's really wonderful, especially with her kids. Yes, it's I great. love I love that scene with the kids um, on Christmas uh, mm-hmm. Eve or Christmas Day, I guess, when they're opening the present. That was such a like you really got like oh this is just like a great a mom duck. She got them. Or? She got them all like um, she got one of them a crab or a lobster or something. Yes. Oh, like it, one was a crab and one was a lobster. Yeah, and they're like. Mommy, why did you get me a bloody lobster? <laughs> I love that one line where the little kid is like, Mommy, I actually have to open this right now, otherwise I'll be sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so Yeah, and, and it helps like breathe from like, you know, the the, the horrible stress. Really like, tense to yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, I could like breathe and like see like, oh, there there is a light at the end of this character's tunnel and it's her getting out and spending her life with these wonderful kids she has. Mm-hmm. Um, and being a wonderful mom and in the context of the story, that is how That's it ends. It. That's how it ends, and nothing else happens, and yeah. everyone's happy. Uh, Sally Hawkins plays a minor role in this character, but Sally Hawkins, and so when she's there, you know, you love her, and she's great. Oh, yes. Uh, the ending is fantastic. It's just wonderful. Uh, Sally Hawkins, uh, national treasure. She's fantastic. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, Spencer's great. Go watch Spencer. It's uh, it's it's very good. I did not know what I expected going into it. Like trailers that used like uh, it's uh. Perfect day, and I was like, "Oh, really weird." Yeah, and I was like, "I was not sure what to expect," but uh, yeah, it's it's really good. The music in this movie is also oh, fantastic. Yes. The, it's the same guy who did the uh, it's Johnny Greenwood, the Radiohead guy, the same guy who did oh. the soundtrack for Phantom Thread. Oh, so I was like, okay. no wonder this slaps! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, okay. like, especially at the beginning when she's just driving through the countryside, and it's like, "This is nice," but it's just this like disjointed saxophone music yes. like, what is what the fuck <laughs> i'm oh. uncomfortable um i don't know the name of the um, the actor who is the the guy who plays a uh, wormtail from harry potter or whatever fuck? does anybody know oh, his name i don't know his name but i don't think it's the same guy oh it's not okay he does look like him though uh, okay anyway no idea who we're talking about okay peter, uh, well uh peter pettigrew the guy who turns into a rat yeah no. oh rat man yeah rat man yeah rat man who, I know if rat it's man. the same guy he may or may not be the also in vanilla sky which i watched recently and he's oh in, it is uh, the same guy okay that's what i thought oh. yeah he just looks less ratish in this oh, movie. makeup folks <laughs> that's probably a style movie magic <laughs> Um, well, the movies that I know him most from are Harry Potter and Sweeney Todd. And, and he yes, looks he's in Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Okay. He's in Sweeney Todd. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, all right, well, that's Spencer, folks. A high recommendation from us. Uh, the next movie here is the Jim Cummings' latest outing, uh, The mm. Beta Test Baby, starring Jim Cummings. What? Of Halloween <laughs> Kills fame. Uh, he's back, folks. Uh, we have this movie where he... I don't know what the exact profession in Hollywood is. He, he was like an he's agent. A but not agent. really. But like an agent... Like a middleman. Like a middleman. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. He's not needed anymore. Right. That's the whole he's bit. He's like trying to sell an agency to people. Yeah. And it's he was just like, like trying to sell bundles yeah. of something. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, just weird Hollywood bigwig guy. Yeah. Basically. Really shitty. Who's going to fuck you over? Uh, not a great guy. Yeah. yeah. Who's like, you're going to love being in this movie, uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> it's going to be a big hit. <laughs> Uh, so he gets an unsolicited invitation uh, for a strings, uh, no strings attached sexual encounter uh, where you're b- blindfolded with the other person. Uh, you write down what you want, you do it, and that's that's it. Uh, that's it. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, he's a little, he's a little on the edge. He's a little not all there. Uh, he's he's engaged. Yeah, some regrets. He's engaged, he's engaged. right? Yeah. Yes, that's a whole. That's a very important thing. Yes, he's engaged, and he gets his letters like, hmm, should I? And yeah, he's exactly. Like, no, I'll do it. He's I'm not a great person to start with. No. Yeah. So this isn't like a good person being tempted. He's kind of a. He's kind of you know he's an asshole. So yeah, um, he's a Hollywood agent. He's a, he's a Hollywood agent. <laughs> um, and so yeah, he has some regrets about that, and he starts digging like, what the hell's going on? Who made the blah 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 And he uncovers some stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, this movie's been all over the place, huh? It's a little, it's a little yeah. everywhere. Uh, yeah. Carrie, you're a fan of Jim Cummings' work. I love work. Jim Cummings. So, this what are your funny, thoughts on very this? Very funny guy. This is by, I don't want to say by far, because it's a little rude, but this is definitely my least favorite of yeah. the movies of his that I've seen. Like, I don't know. I need to watch it again, because I feel like I just didn't get what he was going for because i know he's very vocal about on twitter at least about like making your own movie mm-hmm. and doing all that so this is just like satire of the hollywood system i want to watch it again but his performance is good because he just does what he does best and it's just like a on the edge unhinged guy having lots of loud meltdowns and yes it's very funny. he's he's a very there's certain kind of actors who like nail the like angry funny yeah He's so good and at like, that. And that's what he nails. Because a lot of people, when they try to be angry, it's like, oh, you're a psychopath. Yeah. But this guy, maybe because like, you could probably kick his ass. Like, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Even when he's a cop, but, you're like, all right, man. Yeah. But I don't know. I liked the movie. I think I definitely liked it more than you guys did. But I'm not crazy about it. I really, really, really liked the opening sequence, though, with the lady. Oh, that was intense. Oh, that was intense. That was difficult. That was amazing. I loved that. But, uh, I don't know. I'm not crazy about this one, but I do love Jim Cummings. (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think the main thing with this one is towards the end when, like, he's unraveling the mystery, like, who's sending these letters out? It, you know, the answer to that is just a little, like, okay, but why are yeah. you doing this act like you explained it to me but i still don't fully get yeah it why. felt like the movie was like ta-da and i was like huh <laughs> As but that is probably my fault <laughs> I, I i don't know it, it felt very because like the music was like, a, and like <laughs> you see the real reason was oh you son of a bitch and like it's like oh. But what? What's the point? Yeah, the this the, trying to prove a it point gets about there. Like men or... Yeah, it's very confusing. Uh, and uh, Jim Cummings has a you know a freak out moment at the end of it. I think it. And I think 
for me, I, I think he did a, a fine job, but because there was nothing else to support it, the story, where we got, where we're at in the story and everything that's been led up to this point, I'm just like, relax a little bit, yeah. my guy. This is not... This movie definitely, I think his, the stuff that I like about Thunder Road and uh, Wolf of Snow Hollow are the scenes that have like heart and sympathy uh -huh. behind them. Because, like, he freaks out in both those movies, but it's coming, in the first, in Thunder Road, it's coming from a place of, he's, his daughter is going to be taken away from him. Yeah, and, and his in mom the, died. Yeah, and his like... mom is dead. And then in, in Wolf of Snow Hollow, it's him dealing with his sick dad and mm -hmm. his wife and his daughter. And there's all, like, like more, he's like, like a, grounded he, elements. Yeah, and he, it doesn't when he freaks work. out, it's like, oh, you're freaking out because of something else, and yeah. definitely not because of this. And I, I like... It loses the charm a bit when it's him. He's just an asshole. A, a big wig asshole yeah. freaking out, but that just is probably. I agree. But it 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 feels a little more out of place. I don't know. But I also, just, even like, I just like the other ones more yeah. when they have that sentimental side. But that's not what he was going for. In this I, one, so I I agree with that. that. I think that's definitely more his style. Um, I think it at least lands better. Yeah. But I don't know. That first scene though, it's fucking so incredible. Fucking good. It's it so lot? good. It was wildly well done. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else to say about this movie, especially because you may probably haven't heard of the beta test listener. Maybe you have. Uh, it's it's not that big of a movie, and I don't know if it's going to get like. I think Jim Cummings fans will, will see it, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, I think I feel like Wolf of Snow Hollow. I heard outside of the bubble, it like went. It got pretty yeah. loud. Yeah. People got because it came. It came out on digital during lockdown. I think oh, okay. so. It got elevated a bit more. People, people needed to watch were, stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, and I don't know if this is gonna do that because I don't know if it's there. Uh, I guess I don't care. Are most people like, yeah, that was that was mixed. That was that was. Eh. Yeah. I think I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of mixed, but I'm also seeing a lot of really positive takes, and also hearing some supremely negative takes, like from Donna Cho. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. <laughs> Classic. So I think this is just. A lot more, like we already said, all over the place compared, like ratings wise, compared to his other films. Because I think the other ones scale a lot more that people Positively, really, really like yeah. them. Yeah, but I don't know. Okay, I'd be curious to see how this film. I, I still stays in our minds a year from now. I still really like Jim Cummings, and I I love would, him so much. And I'd love to see more of his stuff. Yes, and you know he's gonna keep making movies. He will. He will not it. stop. <laughs> he will not stop. They tweeting. let me make one. I am just. He's just gonna keep making until they. Make him stop. <laughs> yeah, well, that that's the beta test. Not much to say on that. Um, man, Ryan. Okay. You... I'll do my best here. All right. <laughs> the Eternals is the next movie. The Eternals. Marvel's yes. Eternals, baby. Directed by Chloe Zhao. Yes. No idea what this movie's about. So go ahead. Okay. So this movie uh, is about the Eternals. They are a, a group of eternal beings with what? all... <laughs> super... <laughs> Super incredible, amazing powers that they were sent to Earth uh, 4,000 years ago or 5,000 years ago, a long time ago, to stop the deviants, horrible monsters that are gonna, that are killing people. And they come up on Earth and they all have powers. Um, and there's t fucking 10 of them and it's so complicated. Uh, and then they stop all the deviants, and according to the rules they got from their master, the Celestial, they cannot interfere with anything human um, unless a deviant is involved. So that's why all of the crazy stuff we've seen in the, all the other Marvel movies, they've just been like, oh, no, I'm good, that's fine. 
Um, and it's a crazy tale that spawn that spans generations of them and their adventures across time on Earth. And my God, is it like a bullet in the head? <laughs> it just is a miserable boring experience of people that you're never given enough time to care about and no one is never given enough time because there's so many characters to like understand like okay who are you besides like some two-dimensional like oh here's um angelina jolie she's having some mental issues because she's she has the time sickness and this is right. um, the guy who can control people's minds. And he's all like, maybe if I just controlled the humans. And it's like, but everyone's like, maybe you shouldn't. He's like, all right, I'm, I won't. I'm but sorry. I'm thinking about okay, it. No, that's not him. Never mind. I thought that was Carlisle. Uh, that's not him. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm watching no. Hulk. Sorry. And, Go ahead. And then, they, and then there's Superman guy who's really strong, can shoot laser beams out of his eyes, and he can fly. Everyone else has one power, but he has, like, three. I don't understand why. And then our main character girl, uh, Gemma Chan, um, can, like, um, change the molecules of a non-living thing. And even though she's the main character, she has no distinguishable personality trait whatsoever. Besides, she loves humans, and she loves being a human and all that stuff. But across the movie, you learn, like, hey, these guys you just learned about, maybe there's some more stuff to that story that they didn't know about. Like, maybe they're, uh, they're going to turn the the planet into an egg, and then the egg is going to spit out a giant monster man to destroy all the planet. And But that was what they were there for the whole time, actually. But they, they learned to love humans over time this one time, so now they're going to not do that this one time. Did you guys follow any of that? Wait, the Eternals were the bad guys the whole time? No, 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 no. I no. stopped listening. It, that's totally <laughs> fair. That is totally fair. No, the the main plot of this movie is that they, they it is revealed that inside the planet is a celestial, a giant rock man who creates life um, when he destroys the planet, killing everyone on the planet. And their goal is to make sure he comes out of the shell. But they were like, actually, we like humans, and we're not going to let you do that this one time. But Superman guy's like, I, I think we should let him do it. And it's like, no, I love you. Blah. It sucks. It just sucks. <laughs> okay. Um, my, my favorite part, though, about this movie is there's a big part um, towards the end where they're all fighting over, like, oh, who do we... What do we do? What side do we take? And um, Camille Nanjiani's character, who's probably the most entertaining and he has the most interesting backstory. He's like this Bollywood agent, Bollywood actor. And he's been playing like his, his like father over time. <laughs> like he's just, he's like, oh, I'm just my dad, but we look at like, like, so he's been an actor for like hundreds of years. That's it's fun. very fun. <laughs> but he's like, you know what guys? I don't want any part of this. I'm leaving. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, in every other movie, the guy who's like, I don't want any part of this. I'm leaving. He always shows up at the last minute to save the day. He doesn't. <laughs> he just doesn't show up to the final battle at all. It's so funny. That is funny. What the hell? He'll be back. <laughs> he won't be back. But I think the worst part of this movie is when it ends, like they save the planet and whatnot and... They're like, I'll let, how about half of us go into space and try to find out where the other Eternals are? And they go into space and the other ones are on Earth. But then a fucking god just like yoinks the people on Earth out. It's like, ah, oh, you're going to space jail or whatever. It's like, okay, 
so the movie's not ending. <laughs> um, and then the ones that are in space, like going out to find the other Eternals, fucking Harry Styles shows up on the spaceship out of nowhere. It's like, hey, I'm Thanos' brother, am I right? And then it ends. What? Yes. Is he actually Thanos' brother? He's Thanos' brother, yes. Okay. Thanos has Thanos a brother. Has a yeah, he, I know. Is he purple? No, he looks like Harry Styles. What? Why oh, is Thanos purple? He's ugly. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, wow, there, right. there, there is another post credit scene where uh, Kit Harrington, who is an actor, right? We all agree that Kit Harrington is an actor. <laughs> sure. He was in Game of Thrones. His only role in the movie is to be uh, Gemma Chan's uh, boyfriend. Then he does not appear for the rest of the two hours of the movie. Right. Um, at the very end, he's like, I found, I know you discovered some stuff about, like, your film, but I figured out some crazy stuff about my family, you know what I'm saying? But then, like, he doesn't get into that. But then the, the post post credit scene, he holds this like crazy weird sword and he's like, whoa, what's going on here? And then off screen, you hear Blade be like, whoa now. And that's it. Oh, man. This movie sucks. It's just, it's just setting up Bory Turtles movies and then the Blade movie. That's what Marvel has been for the last seven years. I know, but Ryan. Carrie, this is this is a three-hour movie that's just setting up movies. It, and, like, none of the characters do... It just sucks. This movie sucks, all right? And I know it felt like I gave a very bad explanation to the movie. But it was no. actually a very good explanation to the movie. It's, I don't know. This... If you want to skip a Marvel movie, you already have it. It was Eternals, and that's fine. Because um, cool. this movie is not worth it. Um, do you see Blade? No, you just hear uh. his voice. How do you know it was Blade? Um, they said later on in press, like, hey, that was Blade. Oh, <laughs> that's so lame. Man. I know, it's 100% lame. They can't give us lame. anything for they Blade. They can't give us anything for Blade. Yeah, they hire Mahershala Ali. And I was even reading, um, he did the interview. He's like, hey, you were in Eternals. He's like, yeah, kind of. Like, it was just your voice. He's like, yeah, it was super difficult because, like, I haven't really established what I want the character to be yet. So, like, how do I just do their voice when I don't know what the character is going to be at this point? But he, but he phrased it as, like, uh, an acting challenge because, like, you know, he needs to <laughs> make that dollar. Yeah. Which totally <laughs> Also, I want him to actually like making Blade. Hopefully. Oh, no. I feel like he will like making Blade. But I just feel like it was just a weird point to be, like, Blade, but then also not show Blade or... Even be like, oh, it's me, Blade. Like, he could have at least done that. All right, well, great. Moving on to better films. Uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog. Oh, yeah, man. baby. Carrie, <laughs> the, now you, I give the mic to you. What the fuck is going on in this movie of Clifford the Big Red Dog? Um. Well, you see, uh, Emily Elizabeth. Yes. Everyone knows her. She's having a hard time in school. Big, well, Island? What, or is it just New York? Is it just New I York? I think it's just. Ah, boo. <laughs> seemed, seemed like New York, but okay. uh, she's uh, having a hard time fitting in at school, getting bullied, and... Uh, I don't get that. I've never been there. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> We've always been cool dads. We have been cool dads. Look at the sweater. <laughs> but uh, her mom has to go on some sort of business trip. And her fun uncle comes to stay with her. And on their way to school, there's a uh, a magical uh, animal adoption tent in the park across from her school. And inside that tent is John Cleese. And he has all kinds of crazy animals. 
And Wait, so there's more crazy animals than just Clifford the Big Red Dog? Well, animals you wouldn't expect to find in a tent in okay. New York City, like a sloth or a, or a big <laughs> lizard. And uh, I forgot to mention... Look at how big this lizard is! I forgot to mention at the beginning of the movie, there is uh, like a golden retriever with a bunch of golden retriever puppies, and they're inside this warehouse... And uh, you see Clifford, he's with them, and he's much smaller than the other dogs, and he's bright red, and he Mm. gets hidden under this towel, and then, like, animal control comes and takes all the puppies and the dog mom and takes them away, and then Clifford is left there. And I want you guys to know that my mom started crying after this scene. <laughs> and, she, and I was I was just laughing because Clifford looked so fucking weird. Yeah. Because when he was a puppy, he didn't he wasn't proportioned like a puppy. He just looked like a dog That's that small. they had made small. Oh. And so it just looked really weird. So I'm giggling. And my mom's like, Carrie, he just lost his whole family. <laughs> I was like, I know, I'm sorry. I know, but they just, they just changed the size of the bottle. So I was just laughing about Clifford looking so weird. My mom's really upset. Oh, that's uh, amazing. He's wandering around and John Cleese picks him up. And then John Cleese uh, tells Emily Elizabeth to adopt him. And she's like, he's small, and he's like, he'll grow with your love. And she's like, I love you so much, Clifford. And then they wake up the next day, and Clifford is huge. Because she loves him that mm-hmm. much, and it's oh. magic. And John Cleese is magic. He reminded me of uh, Christopher Walken in Nine Lives. Similar oh, sort of obviously. animal adoption guy who is also a wizard. Or Click. Or Click. Or sure. Click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's always giving people weird things. <laughs> weird things to help patch up your family with magic. Also, exactly. I'm the Angel of Death. Larry. I'm the Angel of Death. <laughs> Larry, I'm the Angel I'm of the Death. I'm the Angel of Death. The Angel of Death. Uh, what? It's so but confusing. But yeah, this movie is harmless. Like, it's not great or anything, but it has fun moments. And Clifford is a big, cute dog. Once he's huge, it's not as upsetting looking. It's just when he's a little tiny puppy, it looks really, really weird. But Which sucks, because Clifford Puppy's Days was pretty good. I remember, like, mm, anyway. I remember that, too. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's also a, a, like a genetics science company that uh, oh, okay. is... I don't remember what their goal was. Trying to, to make like, the Hulk, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think oh, it was the company from, from Hulk. But uh, they catch wind of Clifford because they see him on the news and they try and steal him to take his genes to use for their research. Of course. But that's the, that's the weird, that, that, that's, that's, the, the, that's the villain the plot. plot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Well, how, do you, how do you capture a dog that's the size of a house? Uh, they have a big truck. Okay. And a bunch of, uh, like, uh, I feel like they, trink, need, they would need, like, a need, like, a uh, King Kong-style boat to just, like, we got him, guys! I mean, guys. he's not as big as King Kong. Okay. He's big, but, like, you could put him in a truck. Okay. That's not that big. They do. They ca- carry him around in their truck. That, that's a moderately-sized dog, well, Carrie. It's big. I, I feel, it's pretty, it's pretty big. I don't know, Carrie, like, I, I, <laughs> like it's, it's up there, but I would say, He I would probably be as tall as the ceiling in this room. Uh, but that's not as big as King Kong. I live in a mansion, Carrie. So oh, that's right, right, right. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. We're doing the grand piano right over there. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Well, I'm disappointed Clifford the Big Red Dog doesn't have more content, but uh, yeah, it's, it's the story not, about your mom not, was pretty it, funny, so that makes up for it. It was very funny. <laughs> All right. Well, that's Clifford the Big Red Dog. Um, Speaking about uh, 
I don't know. I've got anything, actually. I was going to say, I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> Ghostbusters <on>. Afterlife. <laughs> uh, Jason Reitman. Ghostbusters is back. This time, it's for the fans. Am I right, folks? Mm, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. That, that, that paints this film bad. Just you uh, and me saw this, right, yeah, George? Yeah, I didn't see this. Oh, you didn't? I was going to, but then I, my mom really wanted to, but then she never followed up. Right, so you like, told. Yep, I'm not going to see it, because it'll just make me depressed. <laughs> okay, so yes. So this is, uh, for those who are not... Uh, aware this is the canonical next film after the original ghostbusters ghostbusters 2 does not exist in this universe and it is years after way way long pretty much present day uh uh egon yes Mm -hmm. egon is uh, has passed away uh and uh he has left his uh granddaughter no his daughter uh and his grandchildren his house and it's a fucking dump in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of Seward, Nebraska. You know what I'm uh, saying? Basically, yeah. Uh, yeah, he has, lives in this giant house that's a uh, like falling apart. He's got all whatever the hell, and they're all like they're down on their luck. His fan, uh, his daughter and her kids. Uh, so they're like, he left us nothing. We're broke. We can't afford rent. Blah 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 blah. And so they're like, well, I guess this is ours. We got to fix it up and whatever the hell. Um, and then uh, they find. Oh yeah, uh, there is a uh, there's Fin Mm-hmm. And then uh, he has a sister. I don't know the actress at the top. McKenna Grace. McKenna, McKenna Grace. Grace. Yes. A lot of great horror stuff. She's, uh, she's the younger version of everyone, and she's yes, lots of <laughs> lots of horror movies. Uh, yes. Um, so yes, they find out that hey, our grand our grandpa was a Ghostbuster. That's crazy. What's going on in this town? Um, and yeah. Now, George. Uh, I have a lot of thoughts on this movie, but my main one is oh. when, when you when you saw this, um, was the audience like laughing and cheering at like everything? Oh, no. and We're in Alamosa now. I was. Are I went to do uh, a Marcus Theater, mm-hmm. so everyone was laughing and there cheering. was a lot of family. There was a lot of family. There was a lot of there was a lot of kids. It was a it was like a packed theater. And everyone was laughing. This was also a packed theater. Yeah. Having fun, and I just. Felt like I was disconnected from society. That's interesting. I felt like I was in a room full of crazy people losing their minds at every single. I don't think thing. it's awful. I hate it. You described Ooh. it in your letterbox as a film for smooth brains, and that yes. is exactly what it is. It is, but that's fine. It I is, think it is totally. That's fine. what it is. But like, here's the part of the movie that like gets me sure. so much. It's the part where like all the kids are in jail. Yes. And the the and they're like, I want my one call. And the cop like goes up. That's to her. yeah. That's the contrived. cop goes it's up to contrived, her. Yes. It zooms in. He's like, Oh yeah. It zooms in more. Who, Who are you, you going to call? call? Yeah, it's <laughs> contrived. And it's like, and everyone, some people cheered. Yeah, people cheered. And like, I get it. Ghostbusters is a funny movie, but it. What? <sighs> this isn't trying to be a funny movie, though. No, it's trying to be like, remember Ghostbusters? <laughs> the movie I know you watched. What if we only made jokes that were just repeating the jokes from Ghostbusters? Yeah. And, like, I'm not saying, like, this movie has nothing. I think McKenna Grace's character is, like, I really great. She, you know... Oh, like, yeah, she's has, great. She has, like, her interests. It's cool that, like, in the... In the, theme, in the movie that was created after the female Ghostbusters thing, that the main character of this movie is, still a is, is a nerdy little girl. Yeah. That's awesome. 
But Was... every but every all the other characters kind of suck. Yeah. Like her her brother's main, yeah Finn Wolfhard Finn Wolfhard arc is just like oh, I like this girl and like you kind of barely see not a character that. yet not a character um podcast pot the oh my god her best friend is just called podcast and it's just like there's nothing to know about you but your name is podcast he's like and, a nerdy guy who likes to make podcasts yeah but his name is just pot like what's his fucking name yeah, I like I hate that. And then um, uh, Paul Rudd's character is like, oh, I'm a science teacher, but I just show people Stephen King movies. And yeah, I, oh, nice. he's like, show watch Cujo. Yeah, and like that's <laughs> funny, but like, okay. He's well, a seismologist, whatever. actually. Yeah. The reason he's here is because the weird seismologist thing. So here's what I think about this movie. Okay. I think it's fine. Like, it's fine. It's not it is fine. It is fine. Like you mentioned, it's a movie for Smooth Brain. Like, I think <laughs> if you like Ghostbusters, so it is... It exa- it accomplished exactly what it needed to be. It is a movie for people who are older people who like the original Ghostbusters are going to laugh at all the references, or or at least not laugh, but like, ah, yes, there is. Like, this is straight up legit Ghostbusters two, like, but one, like, Evo Shandor, like everything, all that lore, like Zool, like you're going, we're coming back, like. They try to explain what the fuck happened with that giant fucking apartment, whatever the hell. I don't know. Should we spoil the ending of this movie? Sure. Okay, but we'll get Anyone into Anyone can probably guess what Everybody happens at the end of the it. movie. I, I've, I've watched, I watched the Red Letter Media video okay. about this movie. I haven't movie, seen that. So, so I, know, I know what happens. I, so, so like I said, it accomplished the goal of people older, but then they brought their kids. There's a... Ryan, there's enough stuff here that if you're a kid, it'd be genuinely fucking cool. Again, they let McKenna Grace, McKenna Grace, like run with being a ghost. Yes, and she I is love that. Hunting these fucking ghosts, and she is she in is it. She is micromanaging the hell out of them. Yes, it's and, great. And she's in it. So, like, if you're a kid, like, she's got the proton pack. She's fucking hunt. Like, she's on the fucking shooting them and all this stuff. Like, yeah, that's fun. Like, that's there's fine. there's stuff for kids here, and there's stuff for parents. So, like. When you put it together, it's a fine, normal movie, inoffensive. Everyone has a good time. Everybody walks away happy, and I think that's what it is. But it's it's not funny like Ghostbusters one. No, it's at not. All. It's not. It's not like it's not funny. It's not challenging. It's not doing anything like no super crazy like how because because the original Ghostbusters. What's interesting about that is like it starts off with just ghosts, but then like it very quickly escalates to like oh we have to save the world from. Uh, a hell demon? Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. But this is just like, oh, it's the same hell demon from yeah, the other it's, one. It's go- yeah, it's that's, that's crazy, right? And then... Played by Olivia Munn, I believe? Oh, I, I have think no so. idea. What the hell? I Christopher have... Walken... Not Christopher Walken. Uh, J.K. Simmons <laughs> oh. is Evo Shandor. Oh, saw, J- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a, he, plays a, he plays a little cameo. He's not there for... He's, yeah. just, he's just... Yeah. But And then uh, the, what, what got me at the end, which is like the big... You know, the big moment where, you know, the original Ghostbusters come back, and clearly that was all filmed on one day. Yeah. Um, but the worst part is, like, you know, um, oh, what's his name? The one who passed away. Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. They do a CGI Harold Ramis, and it looks really bad. I think it looks fine. I, I think it looks good. I think it, it looks like they're trying to... It doesn't look like they're cgi Harold Ramis. It's like they're cgi an older version of the character that he played. It yes. looks weird. It looks fake and weird, and I don't like it. And he doesn't talk at all because he, he talk. couldn't talk because he he's dead. But there's a lot of him like looking at people and being like, huh, yeah. And it's just like, oh, 
to be fair, he always wanted to make another Ghostbusters. He, he always did. wanted to make another he Ghostbusters. He did. They just could never agree on yeah. them. And so that's the weird thing. Like, everybody's here. Yeah. Spoilers to Gordon Weaver's in this movie, even. Like, oh, yeah, everybody's yeah, yeah. here. They made it. They They're finally there. made they Ghostbusters. They finally did it. Shut Bill up. Murray be damned. Like, all this stuff. They did it. And I think it's fine. I think it's nice, even. I think it's respectful the way they did. But that's just me. I don't know. I think this movie, like, you know, the, whatever you think you're going in for, it's exactly what you're going in for for this movie. I think the one thing I like about it is that they don't make movies like this. I just wish it was a little bit less, um, it, it's trying, it's, it feels like one of those movies. It feels like a Goonies. It feels like a Gremlins. It feels like an 80s where kids going up to, getting up to no good and yeah. we're getting into some wild nonsense. They don't make movies like that. But at the same time, it's not original. And I wish it was. No. Which is a shame, but uh, yeah, I think it's fine. It's fine. I have no memory of Ghostbusters, the, the Paul Feig movie at all, so I can't tell you if that's better or worse <laughs> than this. It's not as good as Ghostbusters 1, that I, I can tell you. I like, hey, I always like Ghostbusters 2, so I can say it's not as good as <laughs> Ghostbusters 2, so I don't know. There you go. It's fine. I don't know. I've always thought Ghostbusters 2 was all right. I thought it was all right. Yeah, it's I silly. It <laughs> I think all the Ghostbusters movies are fine. But this one just feels oh, a lot more. Command the Lord. <laughs> but yeah, again, like my thoughts on this one is just like, it's just <laughs> Ghostbusters again, and with without that movie, it just means nothing. Um, and it, it's, it's saying nothing besides, hey, remember Ghostbusters? And I am not into that. But it it again, it's fine. It's whatever, whatever. Yep. Um. Uh. The next movie, I've heard a lot of good things, and I, I don't know if I, did someone actually see it here. Did you see Me it? Me and Carrie have both seen it. Okay, it was on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tick, Tick, Boom, star, uh, directed by Lin Manuel Miranda and starring Andrew Garfield. Uh, I actually don't know much. I know vaguely what this is about. Um, uh, but yeah, who can who can uh, take it away? Uh, what is okay? Carrie's so the musical it's, lady. <laughs> it's me. The well, musical I'm, I'm lady. enough of a musical lady that I didn't realize that this was about a real person until like 20 minutes <laughs> well, in. And I was like, oh! Have you seen Rent? No, I haven't. I also so, have not seen so Rent. I was like, I was like, Which is Ooh. weird, right? Yeah, because Andrew Garfield plays Jonathan Larson, the mm-hmm. guy who wrote Rent. Oh. And it's about him, and he's uh, on the verge of turning 30. And he's mm-hmm. having like a very Bo Burnham esque. I'm turning thirty. Yeah. Artistic meltdown. He hasn't had his hit yet, and he's trying to persevere and write his this musical that he's been working on for years and years. And he's trying to get it seen and yeah. trying to get it produced and made. It's um, it's an interesting like frame because it's a musical. It's a musical he wrote about his experience writing. His Rent. first yes. musical, not okay. Rent. No. Oh, okay. Rent, no, not Rent. 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 He made after this musical. Oh, yeah, okay. he had this like crazy wild side. He had this musical. crazy like um, 1984-esque kind of like yeah. sci-fi oh, okay. kind of thing. He was yeah. he, like he was trying. It was his passion project. And for he was like years. it. He was like this has to be the first musical I make. Like, mm-hmm. He was obsessed with this idea, but it like you know obviously was too expensive and weird. Yeah. Um, and it you know it's him struggling doing that, and then. Framed with the musical that he made about that experience. Yes. So there's some back and forth in songs of him, you know, singing about that experience and then songs that it's also just like the experience of him going through it. Um, really good. Really yeah, fun, good. sad movie. Andrew Garfield is like a really Andrew good Garfield's singer. Andrew Garfield's amazing in this I know. Movie. He's a good actor, turns yeah. out. 
<laughs> um, I think my main issue with this movie is it just kind of ends. Yeah. Which is like weird. It's thematic, Ryan. It is thematic, but it's also just kind of like <laughs> weird because like it, in the story of like the guy who made Rent, like, he died like the... Super suddenly, like Super the night sudden- before it premiered. Yes, which is like, oh, that Heartbreaking. sucks. Especially <laughs> yeah. when like you think about like how popular Rent is. Yeah. And like he never got to see that. But, and like, I don't want to get like too spoilering on the movie, but like at the in like the end of the movie, there's just like a monologue like, and then he died a month before right, he made Rent, yeah. the movie we all know about. And it's like, you're just saying that? Like, I get that that'd be a bummer scene to like put at the right, end of the movie, but yeah. like it's... It's even weirder to be like, and then he died. <laughs> like, not great. But really cool movie. Very yeah. sad. Um, I want to watch it again because I feel like I would have a better reception to it watching it a second time. Especially now that Mr. Sondheim has died. I'll just cry a bunch watching it now. Yeah. Stephen Sondheim died. He's, in the, he's played in the movie because he is like in and out of Jonathan's life of like helping him get his play off the ground Mm -hmm. and uh they there's a very important steven sondheim voicemail in that movie and it was actually him oh okay oh and i found that out and i was like wow that's really cool and then it was like the next day steven sondheim died and i was like oh god no i think what's what all what uh kind of was like uh, with me about this movie until like i read more later is that there's a lot of like you know the aids epidemic in this movie and at first i was like why is there this just background AIDS epidemic thing that's not, like, super, like, bleh. But, like, uh, Jonathan Larson had a lot of gay friends. Yeah, in the musical theater community. Yeah, talking. I know, right? <laughs> and a lot of it is, like, him, as a straight guy, dealing with all of his friends dying of AIDS. Uh, which is crazy I, to think about. I don't want to... There's, like a lot of ways to make me cry super easily but if you like get me thinking about the AIDS crisis and how it was just like no one cared government people going on TV saying it's an act of God and it's just like people are dying entire friend groups are dying an entire Mm -hmm. generation of people is just wiped out and it's like holy fuck that's so fucking sad I was talking to my friend who really liked this movie and I was like yeah I cried like a bitch and he was like oh yeah 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 me too and I was like AIDS just makes me really sad and he's like what's it just that not the the guy with the the nothing I was like man I mean yeah that but then also but also but yeah I had to do some like research going because I was like why are we just dancing around AIDS it's a little weird but then like I did some research like oh because it was happening it was actually happening I just I if you yeah, recommend think... one, it'd be sad. I recommend the Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Doc. Because that that, oh. uh, that has a lot to do with that as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, you were going to say something, Carrie? I th- well, I think, that play, I think AIDS plays in the plot of Rent as well. I haven't seen I, it. If I'm not I've mistaken. I've heard Rent is very gay. Yeah. Um, but I've still yeah, not I seen, haven't Rent. seen Rent. And I don't know but... which, like, because there's different film versions of Rent, and it's also a play. It's like, I don't know which one to watch yeah, to get the authentic Rent experience. I don't know. I'll wait till Steven Spielberg makes a rent movie and yeah. has Hazel <laughs> Elgort in it or something. <laughs> I'll do. I'll wait till that. I'll vlog the, the authentic experience. Ugh. Yeah, I think this movie's pretty good. It is very good. Great music. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, boy, howdy. The next thing we got here is uh, Ridley Scott. Oh no, he's back, baby. Uh, his second film of the year, uh, House of Gucci. 
Starring Lady Gaga, Adam Driver. Oh my god, fuck <laughs> off. Jared Leto, Jeremy Irons, and Al Duncan Pacino and Salma Hayek in a very minor role. Um, I gotta say, guys, my favorite Jared Leto performance of all time. Honestly? It's, I mean, it's not good, but it's bearable because everyone in the film just hates Oh yeah, him. it's amazing. <laughs> it's just really funny. He's going for it the most, I guess you could. Oh I mean, yeah, no, of he's course going he for is. As he always as does. He does. Yeah. <laughs> but in a movie where everyone is also is going for it, but like in not different directions. In different directions. <laughs> it's just him going like overboard really sells like how hor- how shitty his character is. It's very yeah. funny. Um, so fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how much to say about this. Um, so yes, this is House of Gucci by Ridley Scott. Obviously, Lady Gaga. It chronicles the fall, essentially, of the actual original Gucci family, uh, being uh, in control of the Gucci Empire and how that went down. Um, well, I think we went into this. Uh, I didn't expect much because I expected a lot in terms of nonsense. Yeah. Because it looked like nonsense. Those All the trailers, trailers were insane. Were insane. <laughs> uh, and the movie is... I think it's weird. It's not as unhinged as I thought it was going no. to be. It has moments for sure. <laughs> but uh, it's, just we- it's just weird, man. It's just not very good. That's what we'll say. It's not great. It's not... Well, I would describe this as a very entertaining movie. And people can just take that as it's as interesting. What they will. Is this movie for smooth brains, Ryan? Uh, I, smooth I think brains. a lot of smooth brains went into it. And, I, I, uh, I, I think I think smooth brains would watch this and be like, "Wow, cinema! It really is <laughs> capable of anything." Then, uh, <laughs> I'm picturing that fucking meme where it's all like fucking book. Or like fucking Bible, like people going into House of Gucci and like Ryan by himself going into Spencer. Society. Anyways, yeah, I don't know. Ryan, did you have any thoughts on this? Uh, this movie's hilarious, <laughs> but it's also like I don't know when it's trying to be funny. When I don't it's know trying either. Trying to not be know. funny, um, just because like it's ridiculous and like it's just all over the place and it kind of. The movie feels like it's a Lady Gaga focused film because it's like her entering this family yeah. and then slowly trying to like pick apart at it. Mm-hmm. But also, maybe she actually genuinely loves this guy, but yeah. also she kind of just wants the money. She's kind of corrupted. Yeah, yeah but also, also the long corrupt- stretches of the movie that don't have Lady Gaga in it. Yeah, it's like, oh. and then and then <laughs> towards the end, it just is more about Adam Driver just being an asshole all of a sudden, which yeah. is weird. I I don't know where that. It, it felt very sudden with that. And then, you know, we go we go into, the, like, the whole murder plot thing, and it just kind of happens, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Like, I was hoping this would be, like, a whole, you know, a lot more thrillery with, with that. But it was actually yeah. just like, oh, I hired a guy, and he killed my husband. Nice. Nice, right? <laughs> um, but that's it. And, like, I don't know. It's a very entertaining movie. That's yeah. all I got to say I about it. I feel like it, it could have gone a lot further in a lot of different yeah. places. Oh, I agree. And, been a lot more and fun, some scenes but... may went a little too far, I felt. <laughs> if we want to talk about the funniest sex scene of the year. It's, yeah. That scene was awesome. I don't know what I'm talking about. Just trying to hilarious. fill a suitcase. <laughs> <That was laughs> getting out the fucking door. Oh, man. <laughs> 
My it's, God. It's some uh, midsummer levels of, you know, this is a sex scene, I guess. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't, we didn't mention it, but the one, the beta test is pretty bad also. Uh, yeah. But this one's more funny. That one's one was just confusing. <laughs> the one in the beta like, test is just like, what is happening? <laughs> like, is this is what we thought it was um, all right? I mean, I, I, I also think like, well, we're, that's it, right? Okay. I would personally say I think this is the second craziest Adam Driver sex scene I've seen this year. Oh, Annette? You guys gotta watch Annette. Maybe someday. <laughs> mm. Just take an afternoon. A Get whole afternoon. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> mm. It's a great movie. It was John Waters' favorite movie of the year. Oh. I don't know what that which, means. Which validated a lot of things in my <laughs> own mind. I was like, oh, okay, of course. Perfect. Thank you. I'm desperately trying to find this thing from that fucking movie that I bookmarked, and I don't know if I'll make it in time, but I think it was uh, my favorite most nonsense. Yeah, I'm not going to find it. It's the fucking part where, um, spoilers, uh, Adam Driver asks Lady Gaga's character, I forget her name, it's very Italian, and I can't remember it right now, of our Gucci. divorce. And uh, there's like this Gucci, guy, there's Gucci. like this bodyguard lawyer lawyer finances guy who's always been there and it eventually ends up being the guy who gets patrizia patrizia and uh just lady gaga i god bless you and i what are you saying huh what are you saying to me huh get out of here i don't i don't know what and it's like man that i had it and i can't wait i want to find it i will watch it and make sure i have it at an arm's length because it is Gold. It is. <laughs> it, it is some big. We are all trying to do a Super Mario Brothers impression. I'm fucking New Yorker. I I'm a walking here. Hey, what the hell are you doing? I saw some, a lot of people making jokes that she sounded like the lady from What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, 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 yes. Uh, oh my god, Nadia. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, oh. yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. It's 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 weird. It's a funny movie. Is it worth watching? I think so. Yeah. It's... Uh, our friend Zach texted me and he was like, should I go see House of Gucci? And I was like, I would like go on a Tuesday maybe. He was like, I was going to go on Friday. I was like, mm, no. And he was like, uh, I was like, maybe wait for digital <laughs> rental so you can just watch it at home. And he was like, oh, get wine drunk and watch it. And I was like, yes, yes, exactly. That is the authentic <laughs> way to uh, watch House of Gucci. <laughs> that would be perfect. Anyways. I want two beers, a cheeseburger. <laughs> When I watch House of Gucci at the Alamo Draft House, <laughs> all right? The one thing I will say about this movie is that Adam Driver is a good actor. I love he Adam Driver. He's great in this movie. He's very good in this movie. He's so tall, and Lady Gaga is very small. I found him attractive in this movie. It was just weird. Which one, Adam or Lady Gaga? And Adam Driver. I mean, I yeah. Him, I, I, had never, I never felt that way about him. until oh, was, He's an attractive man. And I was like, oh, he's Hulk now, by the way. Oh yeah, he is, man. There's Hulk dogs in this movie, remember? I that? think we just Fuck I thought you. the Hulk dogs was were up right now. I thought the Hulk dogs were I in think the, the same. hot dogs might be about the hot dogs <laughs> the are gonna happen. I think they're gonna happen like kinda soon. Yeah. Or they just happen. Yeah, either one. Anyway, this is a very boring Adam movie. Adam Driver hot. Yeah. Who the fuck saw Home Sweet Home Alone? I watched it. All right, you got um, you got like a few sentences. <laughs> I was watching poke I was playing Pokemon and I wanted something that one in the background. Okay, this movie is weird, all right? So the main plot of this movie is, you know, a kid goes to um, a house. Uh, he has to go to the bathroom, and, he, and uh, the wet bandit stereotypes, they are selling this house because they are losing. They, the dad lost his job, and it's going to be the last Christmas. The kids, Their kids don't know 
Um, Hulk dogs. Hulk dogs. There's the Hulk dogs. They look horrible. Um, And the wet bandit stereotypes, they think the kid um, from Jojo Rabbit stole um, out of spite, like this weird doll from their house that they just found out is worth a million dollars. So the whole movie is them trying to break into um, the kid's house when he is all home alone so they can steal the doll back from him so they don't lose their house for Christmas. And he thinks that they're just trying to kidnap and sell him off to black market. market. So he is torturing these people who are trying to not lose their house for Christmas (laughs) the whole time. It is bizarre. That does sound weird. Because like they're torch they're torturing he's torturing Ellie Kemper who's trying to be a good mom. And I'm supposed to be laughing at this? <laughs> it's very weird. There's also like a, a whole scene where they're like, oh, Hollywood comes with no original ideas nowadays, am I right? And there's a really funny scene where uh Chris Parnell shows up for a scene and he's like, Hey, remember to pack my uh sleep apnea machine, am I right? And then you <laughs> never see him again. <laughs> It's so weird. <laughs> it's just like the movie sucks, but like, is it worse than the other eighteen Home Alone <laughs> sequels not. that came out? Probably not. But no one knew those movies existed. People knew this movie existed because of Disney Plus. Look, oh, think of social ruined, media. You're ruining Home Alone. Home Alone's been ruined for a long time. <laughs> Home Alone Two: Lost in New York is not that good. All right. I think Home Alone One might be better. What? Carrie. What the? Carrie. I think I'm it's sorry. It's not that. I good. think it's pretty good. What the? I think Home Alone 1 might be better, though. Home Alone Alone 1, I think, is... I saw it recently, and I was like, this is good. Like, textbook, I think Home Alone 1 is better, but Home Alone 2 2 is iconic. is fun. Like, they're both fun, but I personally have more fun. Home Alone 2 is the movie that I feel like is on uh, cable TV a lot more for some reason, so I have more memories of it. I am not biased towards the second one for any reason. It's, it's clearly not because Tim Curry fucking busts a nut when he sees that the card is stolen. Excuse me. <laughs> Literally the Grinch. Literally the Grinch. Anyways. I love you. Anyways, Home Season Home is bad. Uh, no one needs to watch it and yeah, everyone will forget about it. Great. Yeah. Come it on. There's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of funny actors in it. Okay. And they're all doing nothing. Great. Uh, known George hater. Apparently, I revealed myself as a hater of this movie, even though I've never seen it. Come on, come on. Come on, come on, Gucci. Am I right? Right, Carrie. Walking yeah. Phoenix. Walking Phoenix. Uh, should I know who Mike Mills, the director, is? Has he done anything? No. Uh, I think so. I believe I will check so. On that. Uh, um, but yeah, I get come me on. confused with Mike Lee, which is a different. Come on, come on guy. is about um, Joaquin Phoenix, and he is working at um, some company where he's just interviewing kids about the future and his sister's, uh, his sister um, has a son and his sister has to go away to like deal with um, her husband who is dealing with some mental health stuff. So he has to watch the kid, um, the kid who he hasn't really spent a lot of time with. Um, so it's him kind of just like learning how to be an uncle um, in a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, it's about family and all that, you know, kids, am I right? They're wonderful and beautiful and all that stuff. Very nice movie. Uh, I think Carrie liked it a lot more. I, I, I liked it a I lot. liked it a lot, but I feel like you had more. I'm not, like, crazy about it or anything. I just really enjoyed Joaquin Phoenix giving yeah. such a nice, warm performance. That and, is true. Uh, I don't know. It was just, it was just nice. It was just, 
most of the movie is just him either shots from the documentary he's making of him interviewing these kids talking about the future or him walking around with his nephew talking to his nephew and mm-hmm. them trying to forge a relationship with each other while this kid is facing this tumultuous time where he is unsure of what's going on with his dad and his mom and he feels resentment towards his mom and Joaquin Phoenix has to try and help him navigate that mm-hmm. while he's still just like I barely know you. And so it's just them forming a relationship and it's nice. It's just them walking around talking. And there's lots of times where it's just Joaquin Phoenix reading out of a book and it shows the book title on screen. So it's like, Oh, I'm getting some, uh, (laughs) some book recommendations from this movie. It's just a nice, it is, it is very nice. And it's very like, Hey kids can't, you can talk to kids about like these big issues and they'll, and they'll get it. Like you might like, it's easy to think like, Oh, these kids don't get it, but they, (laughs) they kind of get it. Yeah. They may not get like the full scope of it, but they, no. they can understand, you know, you know, if your dad's dealing with it's like bipolar disorder. Yes. Um like they can like and like it feels like this kid's probably, you know, is gonna have like some sort of or maybe like it's the fear that like he's gonna have like an issue like his dad is. Mm-hmm. Um because he's a very like manic kind of kid. Yeah. Um so there's there, there's a lot with that. George, you're laughing at the kid dealing <laughs> with um My bad. I was a bad host and I was checking Twitter and I saw a good post. Uh, I apologize. Okay. Right. I was looking for that Gucci thing. Oh, uh, okay, okay. You're looking for the video of Lady Gaga get her yeah. suitcase stuffed. <laughs> no, no, not that one. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, no, I get it. I get it. She's got a good butt, though. She, she a, does. She's a very pretty lady. It was Come On, Come On is a very nice movie. I, I feel like a lot of it's, like, it's, it's a little forgettable. It's a little too, yeah. Is it a little too precious? Or is it too, probably a little too yeah. precious. The black and white seems a little much. It yeah, is a bit much. I don't know why it was black and white. Yeah, it didn't really <laughs> be black and white. Uh, has the director done anything else? Of uh, he did 20th Century Women. And, uh, oh, I like the movie a lot. Beginners okay. And, uh, oh, Beginners? Mm-hmm. I like the movie a lot. That's a very nice movie about... I, I've been um, meaning to watch that. It's got Ewan McGregor in it. It does. It's love, about him, you know... It's about him dealing with, like, uh, his mom died and his dad, um, as an elderly man, like comes out as gay and is like exploring being gay as like an older man it's very cool a ve- very good. very cool stuff mm. in that yeah so this guy's made some stuff okay speaking yeah. of ian mcgregor uh not that he's in this not that i know of but uh it reminded me that i i should rewatch romeo plus juliet i have mm-hmm. not seen romeo plus juliet since i, I was a child a long time, yeah. and i, I have haven't no seen opinion. it since i was in high school and, and we fast forwarded through yeah. that scene I, so <laughs> i have no no idea yeah anyways um Bad Resident word. Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City, baby. Um, so I dragged everybody to watch this movie, and I'm <laughs> really glad y'all did not. I thought people were going to walk out of that movie hating me, and y'all <laughs> yeah. took it in stride, so I appreciate it. No. We, we went of our own volition. Yeah, no, this wasn't like an insultingly bad. Like, this movie doesn't like sit you down and be like, this sucks, and you're stuck watching it. <laughs> like, I was just like, this is dumb. Yeah, I recognize that this movie is very bad, but I wasn't angry about it. Yeah. I, I'm very rarely angry about a bad movie, except for last night in Soho. The last that time. Movie made yeah, me I wasn't. Angry. I wasn't. I was retroactively angry. I think. I think maybe the last movie I racked out pissed might have been Still Mother. Like that. Oh, that, that level that of like. I, I have not been that angry. Go in to while. fuck yourself. Yeah, that uh, movie, yeah, it might have been since Mother for that level for me yeah. as well. That movie, God. 
It's so weird to me how much people, some people really love that movie. They're like, it's what? bizarre. <laughs> I don't get it. Listen here, I love the movie Ghostbusters and I love the movie Mother, all right? I love Kirsten Wig, who's in yeah, that movie. That is yeah. Anyways, movie. Welcome to Raccoon City is a reboot of the Resident Evil movie franchise directed by a director who doesn't have a lot of experience. Uh, and uh, it is a movie that is way too close to, like, way too... Um, What's the word I'm looking forward to? Uh, I can't find it here. But it is trying way too hard to adapt the source material. Mm-hmm. It is not taking... It is not doing uh, the uh, the job... The, the stuff that adapting something to the screen can do uh, wonders for your product. Um, it is uh, adapting the first two video games and a little bit of Code Veronica for no fucking reason. Um, this movie is bad. It has not a lot of budget. And uh, it feels like what happens when the people in YouTube comments or video game fanboys are like, why isn't this like the video game? You could just do it. It's not that hard. This is that movie. And uh, they throw in every reference under the sun. And uh, they try to do the thing with not enough budget or resources. And uh, it's not great. Um, it's weird that they reboot this with no budget when the last series was like eight films that yeah. made a lot of money. But even those had no budget by the end of them. That's true. There's like, you make them cheap as possible, just get them out the People door. People will see this stupid. Who fucking cares? <laughs> China loves those movies, apparently. I don't fucking know. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about this movie. It's, you're, it's bad. You're a big Resident Evil I fan. love Resident Evil. It's my yeah. favorite video game franchise. Um... And I'm, I'm you not love that big tall lady with those big, big ah, tall She was okay. Um, I'm congratulations to her winning best performance at the Game Awards yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So good for her. Uh, so good for her career. Happy for her. Um, but yeah, no, like this movie doesn't. It does nothing for me, and I just felt I was just like, man, this. It's just not good. Uh, it's just. Yeah. It's just not good. Um. What are your opinions while I find other words that are necessary? Speaking not- as someone who recognized zero of the references, <laughs> I was like, uh... <laughs> it just felt like a zombie movie That's that the thing. rushed. That's what the reviewers were like. Without, <laughs> I, like I don't know. Without, like, <laughs> r- removing it from the video game and not adapting to make up for the... For removing the video game part of it, it just feels like a shitty zombie movie. Yeah. Um, I genuinely loved that part where the guy walked in the that room. That was on incredible! Fire and that I thought that was, was more. Of the... That was genuinely fantastic. And there's no more of that. <laughs> I thought it. that was gonna be <laughs> more of that. Uh, listener, I don't know what the song. Do you remember what the song? It was like some something crush something something. Anyways, yes, they're like. Uh, Resident Evil fans will know the truck driver from Resident Evil 2. So he he has this giant semi and he crashes in front of the police station and he just, there's like a minute scene where he, maybe 40 seconds, right. he's just walking on fire straight in line yeah, while this song, song is blasting. It was awesome. And it's awesome. <laughs> that was fucking great. And there's nothing else like that in this movie and it's a bummer. Nope. Uh... I did appreciate how quickly someone was hit by a truck, though. That made oh, that made me. That peak. didn't give me a lot. Well, I, I it's me. Get, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, Ryan, what do you got to say? Ryan, are you okay? I. It's a very relaxing movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I something about like it's a very dimly lit movie. It's I can't um, see shit. <laughs> it's a it's a very dimly lit movie. There's a lot of rain sounds. 
And it's just like, I just felt so relaxed the whole time. And then like occasionally there was like screaming and like blood and whatever. And I was like, you know what? That's fine. Every, something Stuff happens sometimes, this you is, know. It's just a regular rainy night in this small town. This is maybe one of the highest budget ASMR videos of all time. I, that is what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. I just think like, I just felt like if I wasn't like... If I was at home and I was watching this on a rainy night, I would have a very, very good night's sleep. So you're going to put that movie on in the background while you're playing Pokemon someday? Maybe. Maybe. Probably not, because I've seen it already. <sighs> um, but may- it it is it is on that tier. <clears throat> a few final notes. I think it's really weird. I mean, obviously, when the, when the licensee gives the production company their property... The licensee has some say, but at the end of the day, the production company is often paying the bill for the movie. And it was it's so weird that Capcom and Sony have this relationship where like Resident Evil is this, it's never been this it hasn't been this big since it came out. Everybody likes Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Why don't you spend money on this? Why don't yeah. you put a director on this? Why don't you have like a vision for this? At least at least the first Resident Evil movie was a creative adaptation of the source material. And I think it's okay. I think it's fun. I, I think, think it's I right. think the best way to adapt a video game is to just take, like, the idea of the game and just, like... Do something Make a movie out of that because there's all these, like, we're just gonna do the, the game. And it's like, then people should just play the, the game. game. Like, games are movies now anyway. Movies that take 80 hours to finish. But... What's the point of just, like, condensing that into, like, one thing? Unless the story is really that critical. In Resident Evil story, it's not that critical. No, it's not. (laughs) It's pretty bad, actually. I love Resident Evil. It's not. My second thing I will say about this, and this this movie was, like, no marketed at all. Again, Resident Evil 8. Probably the most... I I think it's one of the most successful Resident Evil games ever now. It's nominated for Game of the Year. Uh, Weird. Somehow. Somehow. Like, no marketing for this movie until the run-up, like, until, like, the month and a half beforehand. I didn't see any ads for this movie. And so, and so the weird, uh, and I didn't know this either going in, Jill Valentine's in this movie, and she's played by a black actress. Nobody knew that, and now that when the movie came out, the one thing that came out of this movie is that people harassed the actress off of Instagram because they saw the movie, and when they saw Jill Valentine played by a black actress, they probably flip their shit and like fucking yeah so fuck those people go fuck yourself that's what i'll say there and uh i don't know if they're gonna do anything they set up they do set some well i'll say george as someone who has never played those video games i'm very very upset that they would um (laughs) uh change uh an iconic character jill uh valentino's pizza she's got the sandwich the sandwich you know Jill, oh, the sandwich. sandwich. She was a sandwich lady. Yeah, that's sandwich. funny stuff. Yeah, oh, man, that's I great. I think the song is Crush by Jennifer Page. Oh. I looked up a playlist on Spotify. Also, oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was the last thing. I I would have... I, if, if I had the, the capacity to make movies and the talent and the, the creativity to do it, I would love to do a 90s period piece. And this movie does that. Like It's like, it tries to, but it doesn't go all the way. And they should have committed to it. They got the songs... Um, it has a, a fucking, uh, that one song by the Cardigans that I love in it for a second. That's great. But, uh, it doesn't go all the way. Uh, and I wish it did. Commit to that, but it didn't. Anyways, it's not very good. I recommend watching Paul W. Sanderson's Resident <laughs> Evil or Paul W. Sanderson's Event Horizon, which I haven't seen. Event Horizon's great. So, eh, it's fine. which is I what like he got Resident Evil after Event Horizon, so I don't know. I, I gotta watch the... 
I'll watch the original Resident Evil. Hell yes, George. it's pretty good. I think. I, I I don't know if I'll watch the rest of them. No, you don't need to do uh, that. But I'll watch don't that first that. one. Don't do that. But I will. I would say on average, I would take most of those movies in that series over this, because at least it's not embarrassingly recreating the thing I like. It feels like a fan movie, guys. I don't yeah. know. I I'm sorry. You know. Uh, Anyways, moving on. I felt nothing. <laughs> December, The Power of the Dog. I think I know what this movie is, and I forgot what it is. It's uh, a, Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. is a cowboy. Yeah, no it's, got, it's got our is. boy Jesse Plemons in it, though. It does. And Kirsten and, Dunst. And Dunst. Huh? And, and, oh, yes, I, just, I did know this. I, yes, I did see I don't this. know much about it. I just know that people are talking about it a lot. Yeah, it's I saw very a scene with Kirsten Dunst and Jesse Plemons exchanging. Words. Yes. Yeah, they are married, right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. How lucky of Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> How do we feel about Kirsten Dunst? I love like Kirsten her. Dunst. Am I imagining this, or was there that very bad movie? She's was that yes, the one with the weed? Woodshock. That yeah. movie yeah, yeah. sucks. At, maybe that's the last movie that made me that mad. That movie is so stupid. I thought about <laughs> that like, movie and your I, reaction to it recently. I, I really love uh, Virgin Suicides. I um, like Marie Antoinette. Movie. Oh, Marie Antoinette. I need to see that. I, I like need to see that so badly. Mm-hmm. I but don't like Melancholia very much. I I like Small I, Soldiers. <laughs> Small Soldiers movie. is pretty fun. <laughs> you saw I, Interview with the Vampire recently. I did. She's, She's a child really good in that, in that one. Yeah. Child. I have not seen Elizabethtown. No, that seems like a bad one. by the guy one. who made Vanilla Sky after he did Vanilla Sky. Uh, Jumanji, one of my favorite oh, movies Jumanji. of all time. <laughs> Anyways, does this movie look good? Kristen <laughs> Dunst is great. That's all we're trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Does this look good? People say it's I'll good. It. People say it's I, good. I, I I'm like, not a big... I like, I like cowboy movies. I'm, I don't like cowboy movies. Mm. Yeah. I'll report. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't like cowboys and aliens, the movie. I haven't seen that. Sounds good. bad. George, you and I almost saw Benedetta. We and almost then saw you Benedetta. Said, no yeah. thanks, actually. I was like, I'm not feeling this, actually. <laughs> I have seen Benedetta. Mm-hmm. Is it about nuns? It is. Are they gay? Maybe. Oh, no, not in my Christian. <laughs> Paul Verhoeven, so is there like a really uncomfortable where we mix violence and sex, maybe? Or just violence, a lot of violence. Maybe. maybe. Uh-huh. George, we really missed out there. <laughs> yeah, we missed out. It's we, a crazy movie. We watched Dragon Ball Evolution that day instead. <laughs> Dragon Ball Evolution. Uh, I will a, watch. I think, I think you guys won. <laughs> I will watch. So, did you not like Venom? No, I liked it. It's just. It was just a lot? It was a lot. Oh, okay. But okay. not in like a bad way. It was just like a. Huh. <laughs> it, it's not like it's, it's not, fun. I it's, had fun. It's not crazy enough. It's like ah, oh, cinema. Yeah. It's just like it's oh. not showgirls. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um. All right. Well, uh, it's fun. It's uh, around. I'll watch it. Yeah. What is Flea? Uh, it's a animated documentary about a guy who was uh, who fled from Afghanistan with a group of human traffickers, I believe. Oh. And it's him sitting down with his friend, like telling this story for the first time. And mm. I've heard that it's this looks amazing. Great. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it's like an animated documentary. This is going to fuck my whole life up. Yeah. It Man. looks, it looks very devastating and cool, huh. but yeah. So I just wanted to shout that okay. out. Cause I feel like it, I think it's going to probably do super well at uh, Oscars and everything. As well, okay. Cause it'll probably get animated and, like animated noms and documentary noms and film noms. That looks great. Okay, cool. West Side Story does not look great, and I cannot fucking wait to not see a goddamn trailer for this movie. And God bless you, uh, whoever the actress is, but I cannot, I do not want to hear you say, tonight, 
ever again. Uh, me and my mom already have our tickets. I need. I mean, Ooh. I figured. I figured. Your mom. You have to report. Yeah. Well, actually, do you do you like West Side? So you're a musical aficionado. I have seen it. So, I, okay. I'm debating whether I should because I have it. I bought the DVD. So I did not know what it was I'm, about until so I was like, oh, okay. That's what I'm it's about. debating whether I should watch the original before because my mom has played. My mom plays in a lot of pit orchestras for shows at the Omaha Community Playhouse, and she played in the pit orchestra for that show, and she loves that the music in okay. that show. So, and I am gonna let you know that. Uh, I really like the trailer, and I'm like so conflicted because I hate Ansel Elgort so much. But I'm like, damn it! That's the thing for <laughs> this me. This movie like, looks so good, but I hate him. I think that's from what I've heard of what people said about. It, I was like, that is actually the thing. Like, oh, this movie's really good, but he's actually not very good. At it, it just makes me wish that like Taron Edgerton was available. It would have yeah. been cool. I, love him. I don't know. I don't know how his American accent is. It, it's also weird just because like this movie was filmed like a long time ago, and then since then a lot of you know the Ava Elgort stuff mm-hmm. has happened. Oh so yeah, it's that's just, true. So it's just like rough stuff. Yeah, rough stuff. So I'm gonna see it, but I might have a hard time giving it my full heart because I yeah. just hate him okay. so much. <laughs> Um, Red Rocket. What is it? I don't know any movies, this folks. Is George is the new, uh, Sean, what's his name, who made this is what Baker. Florida Project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh! Uh, I've seen a poster for this. Yes. Yeah, I think we saw the trailer for it's this. About, I, he's a, I believe he's a porn, porn actor. Porn, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. And it just looks like a Sean Baker movie about a guy who's a porn actor rock, walking around with all of his... Uh, he's down and out in Los Angeles. I did not see he's Florida Project. I do like Tangerine Florida a lot. Florida Project is so good. I, I have haven't not seen, seen Tangerine. any of his movies. Florida I, Project I, is amazing. I just really love his letterbox review of Florida Project where he gave it one star and he, in his, he just said, the last shot is filmed on digital. Yuck! <laughs> That's really funny. It's really good. No, it's yeah. really good. Okay. It's my, I, I love a I love a director shitting on their own movie yeah, for a stupid reason. That movie's really good. One of my favorite Willem Dafoe performances. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very very that. good. Spider Man No Way Home. Spider Man baby. Yeah. How are you feeling about this one, George? Ryan. You and I both, I think we both do not give a shit about this Spider Man. Like the no no, he is my least favorite of the. Spider-Man. But I hate how conceptually it has reignited my passion for Spider-Man and looking back on those movies and like yes. the arc of Spider-Man and where mm-hmm. he's gone in our lives and I'd be like, fucking I know, I hate that. I hate that too. Like the moment I saw Alfred Marina show up, I was like, yeah, God damn, damn, he's so, so good. good in that movie. He's so good. So sexy. And like, I think that's like... You know, even with these new Spider-Man movies, the themes I feel like they've gotten is like the villains have been very good. Sure. Um, Michael, it, oh, not Michael Caine. My, uh, Michael Keaton. Uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton's Vulture was great. Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio was great. fantastic, yes. And like this movie's just like, let's look at all the best villains. Like, you know, and that's great. Like, um, I feel like Jamie Foxx's Electro was very good um, in that movie that... They redid his design, which is great, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it's, yeah, I'm just... We got William Dafoe doing the press junket for fucking oh. Spider-Man, and it's been fucking great. It has been Oh great. my god, him talking about Green Goblin and his oh. motivations as, as Spider-Man. It's as so he, good. It's, it's fucking it's, great. It's just what I need He looks like world. he's fucking got the the Goblin gas right now. He looks <laughs> like he's about to go, he's got to gr- grab fucking Alfred Molina and be like, back to formula. <laughs> it's just, it's... It's so great, and you know there might be some other Spider-Mans in this yeah. movie too. They're, they probably are, but I'm not gonna 
say that or not. And and what, what's also gonna is if they are in this movie, like they're gonna outshow oh, Tom Holland oh, 100%. Oh. It's like, yeah. guys, come on. <laughs> but to be fair, I will say the best Spider-Man out of those three is Andrew Garfield, in my opinion. Oh yes, 100%. I think so too. I think he's the best one and he just was not in the best films. Yeah, his movies were bad. Yeah, yeah his, but, uh, his movies, but I feel like when when I think about his movies, I think those movies had some really great sequences mm-hmm. that showed like he's I think it's the really chemistry. Great. It's that clear that uh, Andrew Garfield and Emma don't want to make out. Oh yeah, that that's too. what works about that, that movie. Too. That too. Uh-huh. I just feel like you know um, the scene on the bridge in Amazing Spider-Man One with him and the kid when he's saving the kid, mm-hmm. and that um, Times Square sequence is Amazing Spider-Man Two. I don't remember that at all. That sequence is amazing. Oh, it's always like the, yes, I remember like the, they're fight, he's fighting Electro and yes. like, yeah, the Hans yes. Zimmer score is going That seems crazy. amazing. That's like the best Spider-Man sequence. It's incredible. It has great like slow-mo Spider-Sense stuff. He's protecting people. He's like talking this guy down. He doesn't want to hurt him. It's amazing. And Tom Holland sucks. <laughs> he's like just Tom a Holland. little, uh, he's just a little English boy I trying really his best. Hate. Honestly, I think, I, I think at least a good percentage of my dislike for Marvel nowadays is because people cannot love the Tom Holland Spider Man so much. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Anyways, <sighs> I'm looking forward to this movie. I'm looking I hope forward I have to a good time. I feel like we're gonna need to like not be on the internet for a few days because sure. uh, we're seeing it on a Saturday, yeah. which is gonna be a little rough. Because that is gonna be rough. People are. Like yeah, it's gonna be a Thursday ah, gonna night. Suck. It's gonna blow up That's with everything. Suck. So I'm gonna maybe I to... just go watch it. Maybe I'll go. I'll sneak in and watch it by myself. We'll see. I if don't you know. do that, George, we'll see. maybe invite. Your maybe friend we'll Ryan. watch it again. <laughs> and I'm fine with watching. Again. I'm fine with watching it again too. We'll have to try very soon because tickets. I mean, Midtown open is opening, and they oh. they have they just put up a bunch of tickets. So oh, maybe, we should, maybe we should look at that after this. Well, anyway. All right, I'll see it eventually. Maybe I don't know. Carrie, I feel like it would be it more is... fun to go with the big crowd, though. I yeah. Just don't know yeah, like I said, I saw Endgame by myself with me and Don and Joe, and all the, everybody, every five months when people on Twitter be like, this moment, guys. I'd be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was come dead silent. <laughs> so, anyways. Uh, Nightmare Alley. I did not know this was a remake mm-hmm. until recently. Yeah. So. I didn't know much about it. I'll watch it. I don't know much either. based on a book, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the big, like... I think this is a big, like, Guillermo has wanted to make this for a while yeah. um, kind of thing. And now he's, after he's Shape got of Water, yeah. after Shape of Water, he's just able to do whatever, whatever he wants, he wants now. Yeah. Which, like, good. God bless awesome. him. God bless. Thank God. It's I, not looking good for him. Yeah. He's, Man, I forget that movie one. Movie of the year. Best, oh, best picture. Sure. As it God should bless. have. It deserves, that as was it should such have. such a good year. God bless. Oh, God. And then we, you know, then the, then the next all the good karma was taken back. Yeah. I remember because I watched the one that when that Oscar that the year that Shape of Water won, I was watching the Oscars with my dad. Yeah. And then we were getting ready to watch it the next year when Green Book won. Mm. I think was the next year, right? Yeah, yeah it was that next was year. Next but year. Uh, he was talking about it before, and he was like, "Yeah, it's really fun to watch the Oscars with Carrie. It's like watching a big like sporting wedding <laughs> event." And then I'm watching because I was so excited when Shape of Water won, and then the next year, fucking Green Book wins, and I'm like. Oh my fucking god! And I just have like a fucking in like inward meltdown. And I, my family's like, not my uh, cup of tea. I, <laughs> that was the best I'll part give you of a that. British answer. <laughs> I I I remember your text to me was just what. <laughs> That didn't even enter my consciousness that Green Book would Was win. even possible? It was so fucking weird. It's like <laughs> it's it's crazy. It was. It was nominated. 
It was that uh, Black Klansman, Black uh, Panther, Black Panther, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, which is what yeah, I well, thought that felt was like that was win. a cynical. Yeah. Like, that's gonna win. I was like, well, there we go, <clears throat> and probably a few other ones that I'm forgetting. Because okay. I didn't watch, like, fucking Vice, I think. Oh, yeah, and, Vice. Fucking Vice. Uh, Nobody cared about Vice. Uh, yeah, and it won Best Makeup over Border. And I was like, you fucking jackasses. That's Jesus all Christ. Border had going God. for it. <laughs> Anyways. Still mad about the Border makeup snub at the Oscars. I will watch Nightmare Alley. I, have no, I don't know anything about the history of it, but I'm not yeah. not going to watch it. I'm so come on now. For Nightmare I'm not, not going to watch that. Are you kidding me? Let's just go. Um... <laughs> The Matrix Resurrections, folks. Baby. It is funny how I've gone from a person who not cared about The Matrix to loving the first <laughs> Matrix so much. I'll probably watch it by myself tomorrow night at Alamo. Nice. Um, yeah, uh, I hope it's good. I don't know. It's I'm weird. I'm curious. I, I, I don't know. I want to rewatch the first one. I have not gotten a solid answer on whether I should watch the second and third one. Yeah, me either. I have not watched them. <laughs> no context. Just the first one. And I saw the, the Animatrix. The, the, the 20 minutes of the third one that Greg showed me were awful. So I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. It might be fun, though. But I don't know. I'm, I'm cautiously excited. So it's weird. Like, I hope that I... But the thing for me is, like, I hope I can enjoy it not having seen two and three. Yeah. Or at least gleam it gleam something from it because obviously it's going to be meta or whatever the hell um i hope it has something interesting to say yeah I don't know. uh lana wachowski has had a whole fucking like eight years where people just stole red pill as a fucking dumbass yeah. fucking thing like you would imagine she has things to say um we'll see i love the first matrix uh i hope i like this and uh i'll go watch the other stuff after that, um, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Ryan will not be watching The Matrix Resurrection. I might. I don't know. I hate <laughs> The Matrix so I much. Love the Matrix. <laughs> like I want to like The Matrix because, like, there's like you know, there there are trans, and there's the whole like idea like uh, there's a lot of trans like ideology in there. But when I watch the movie, I see I just don't see it. I see so much, man. The Matrix. I can't. So I can't see it. I just see the dude bros who are like. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, it's like you know, just uh, you know, I'm I'm Neo. <laughs> what I like about the Matrix, I've never said the thing I love about the Matrix the most. It is the most. It is the ultimate. The end of the '90s movie. What the fuck will the 2000s bring? What is the next decade going to look like? It is like I love movies. I think, my, and this is probably why I like Vanilla Sky. I like movies that are at the end of the '90s, but before 9/11. That weird space where we're like, what is the 2000s going to be? Like, a whole new thing. And then what happens is, like, oh, patriotism, like, military, like, the United States, rah, rah, rah. Spider Man is jumping off an American flag at the end of (laughs) Spider Man. Like, that stuff. And The Matrix is pure. You're in New York, baby. You mess with one of us. You mess with all of us. <laughs> um, yeah, and I love... The, you I like how much me and George have that movie just, like, in our DNA. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love how it is a blend of all this weird sci-fi nonsense. Um, I love The Matrix so much. It's great. But, uh... And I, it sucks that all this, all the stuff that is was sincere at the time, has now been co-opted by fucking, like, Space Jam, fucking mm. the granny doing the Trinity kick and all yeah, that, all their that nonsense. Sucks. But, uh, anyways, 
Space Jam. Space Jam sucked. That was ass. really bad. Greg keeps defending it. Like, I keep talking about how much I hated it. And he's like, Gary, why? It's good. And I was like, it's not good. It's nothing. It's really bad. It's like the most cynical <laughs> bad time <Yeah>. ever. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, fucking Greg. <laughs> anyway, Sing 2. They're making another Sing, folks. This is what Taron Edgerton was busy doing. Yeah, I guess. Oh, he's in that? He's the gorilla. Oh. Yeah. He's so talented. Speaking of Taron Edgerton, the Kings, man. I really hate that I don't care at all about yeah, this. Yeah, it feels like it's. I feel like that's one of our most severe downward trajectories because yeah. we all. Did you like Kingsman, Ryan? I don't remember. Yeah, I liked the first okay. Kingsman quite a we bit. We all loved Kingsman, and then we were like Kingsman two, and it was like, oh, bad. And now it's just like. Yeah, after Kingsman two, I was like, all right, I would love to see you know Matthew Vaughn do something yeah. else with his style. But he's like. I'm gonna make the King's Man. It's like, yeah. I'm glad you. Ha I'm glad you have this franchise that you really care about. But I really want you to take all the stuff you've learned from it and make something different yeah. and new and exciting. Because I just don't. And I don't, I don't care about, enough about this franchise I don't franchise know about you guys, anymore. but I don't even like feel that fondness for the first one. It's, it's, been, oh, a no. it's been six years. Yeah. It's been yeah. a long time. So maybe I should rewatch it, but it's like when I think about it, I'm just, it's so, like, I feel so removed from the person who loved that movie yeah. so much. That's so, like, that movie had happened? an original Iggy Azalea. It's been seven, 2014 came out. Long time. Yeah. I'll double check. But yeah, it, feels, it came out the same year as Fifty Shades. I know, it's the same day. Yeah. Oh, okay. That, so again, like, that movie that had an Iggy out. Azalea song <laughs> as like an original thing. That's yeah. it. So that's why I think 2014, because that was the year that that person mattered. <laughs> yep, yep, 2014. That's what I thought. Yeah, so it's been a long fucking time. Yeah. Um, I will probably watch this. Like somebody cause... mentioned recently, the Freebird scene has like, I forgot how good yeah, that was. It was so good. Yeah, it, it feels like, like we like don't like. I feel like I don't think about that movie ever anymore. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Anyways, it's weird. Also, like since the since the Fox merger with Disney and mm -hmm. the pandemic, that it feels like this movie is just just coming out. Yeah. Just get yeah. it out there. Like get it out there. Mm -hmm. I think Ryan. I think they literally did a a showing of the Kingsman with the Game Awards in select theaters just to show people the kingdom. Really? Yeah. Which is really depressing. I can imagine wow. nothing more miserable than three hours of the Game Awards and then, the and then you watch the King's Man. Mm. That's just... Yeah. Like, I would just pass out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, speaking of Vice, uh, don't yeah. look up. Don't look up, yeah. No, no uh, Adam, Adam McKay. McKay. One of his newer movies that are serious but also a little but funny. funny a little crazy people <laughs> I, are bad i've i keep trying to watch uh the big short and i keep uh stopping i liked it a lot at the I time and, but i've started watching succession which adam mckay produced oh okay and I love succession I talking, so much i was talking much. to greg about succession the other day because it's one of those things where i hadn't heard of it and then i, I feel like overnight everyone yeah everybody watching started it. watching succession like, what the fuck is this what is it on again? HBO. HBO, okay. Yeah. yeah, I've heard I've heard good things about it. It is very much an Adam. I mean, he's not he's a producer, executive, but it's like people is it like in business. Exactly. Corporate being shit bags to each other and like yeah. the action is like I can't believe how much of a shitty person you are and you just did that to somebody. Huh. <laughs> That's what it is a lot. Um but yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I'll watch that. But I but... saw I saw a, a, a clip for this and it just I'm sure it's fine, and I like Jonah. Jonah Hill looks great, but it looks a little like a 
parody? Because yeah. it has all these stars and yeah, this make and Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. It's like Meryl Streep. What is good? Like it just feels fake. Like yeah. Adam McKay just has a lot of friends. Though. Right. Yeah. And like we're in there, we're 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 shooting or doing a monologue, and we're all getting dressed up for it. It's weird. Also, Jennifer Lawrence. Never heard. Uh, no, <laughs> I cannot remember the last thing I saw her in besides Mother. Red Sparrow was the last big. Remember Red I remember Sparrow? Her, yeah, I remember reading. She was naked in that or movie. He, or okay. hearing her talk in an interview about how she took a break from. Well, she had a kid also. Oh yeah, and oh, I didn't know that. She took a break actually. from okay, acting course. just because she was like, I could tell the people were getting tired of me. <laughs> I was like, Oh no! But yeah, no, she didn't. Red have Sparrow time. was bad, man. Really? And I think <laughs> I think you. I, I I respect the one she she had a kid. She's like, Yeah, I got take a break. I'm a mother. Yeah. Come on now. And two, like. After Red Sparrow, like she said, like yeah, you know what? Let me yeah, take a break. Was break. Passengers after that? Or the passengers before that. Okay, I didn't. That didn't help. Either. No one saw Passengers. No, yeah, yeah. Anyway, and that mop movie. Mop Joy. Movie. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I forgot that director's name, but I don't think people cared about Joy as much as they cared about American Hustle or uh, Silver Linings Playbook. A no. great movie, Silver, Silver Linings. Holy Playbook. shit! I like that. Movie. Not seen that. No, it's great. It's incredible. I, I don't know if you would like it. I don't know either. Hmm. It's good. I, I, I would say you could probably pass on it, right? oh, I don't God. mean that in any kind of way. I'm just thank saying I don't God. think you would like, like it. That was like the movie where people were like, oh, she's a she can fucking act. She yeah. can go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Licorice Pizza. I did not know that the the, the plot of this movie until people reviews came out that uh what's her first name? The Ham Sister? Uh, anyways, the Ham sister is playing a, like an eighteen-year-old, and like the kid is like a twelve-year-old. Twenty-five. Twenty-five-year-old, and, and he's fifteen. Mm. I had no idea. I didn't they look, they look the same age. I didn't know that either. And, like, and I was like, mm. yo, <laughs> that, that changes you. Yeah. That changes some of this. Yeah. So yeah, I did not know that until that. I was like, huh. I don't know. I still want to see it. I mean, it. I, I still want to see it, it, too. I've heard it's very good, but yeah, I was just like, huh, interesting. And everybody... but That makes me like, you think it's where they hang out with this guy and his friends? Like, if they're 15 and you're 25, yes! yes. <laughs> that is weird. I thought you and were very 18. bad. And it's especially weird to like, you guys are clearly have something to say because... Like all the like like the posters in the key art, like she's like has that shirt without a bra on and like her nipples are like erect and like they've done like animated versions of that poster and again her nipples are erect in the animated poster. So it's like there's you're doing you're saying something. What is going on in this? Oh my god, you guys missed it. There was like it was like that part in like Sherlock where he's all like dog or whatever the hell. They're like oh, the mind palace. The mind palace yeah. thing. That was crazy. George is talking about the movie. I'm talking about Hulk. Sam Neill was like, there was like a, a square and then like a triangle and a circle. Like, anyways, he's flying. Hulk is flying around, folks. Yeah, we love it. He's not very good. He's going to San Francisco. Um, yeah, Licorice Pizza. We'll see. I'm going in with a lot weirder feelings. I, than I me would too. Have. I'm still excited. Because I was really for excited, it. and I'm like, this is gonna be. But like. I don't know. I'm just curious it, what it's like, why. What, what are it, it all? I guess it all depends on what he says at the end of it. Yeah, right. Um, exactly. He, you have if something. If he says this is a super cool thing, then like it's a coming of age. Okay. Yeah. I guess it's just a coming of age movie with this kid it was like that one time this 25 year old girl like was into me. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. know. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. You could be. People should be able to make a, a fake movie about that and explore that. Yeah. But it's still 
weird. It's, yeah, as I, a viewer, I'm not interested in that I, sort of thing, but I don't know. And as a writer and as a director, that you chased that yeah. is interesting. You are allowed to do that, though. I'm sure. not saying you're you are allowed. Of course, yeah. I just would like one character to be like, that's weird. And another could be like, it is weird. That's the end. <laughs> Take a look at the long now. This piece is pretty good. Whoa. <laughs> so yeah, if we can just that, that one scene, then I can be like, all right, all right, all right. Anyways, what's a journal for Jordan? Oh, that's the sad um, Michael B. Jordan. Oh movie. yeah, that looks bad, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a, it looks like another Oscar Beatty thing. Yeah, I, just I don't know what it looks seeing, like. Seeing trailers for it a lot, so I put it on the list. <laughs> thank you. Well, your, yeah, thank um, you for your, your service. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> Tragedy of Macbeth. That's this. Apple, that's this year. I thought it was January. Oh, wow. That's like end of the year. Um, oh. Apple's doing the theatrical thing, and then I think. January for Apple. TV oh, that's what I thought. Because, oh. um, yeah, they want it to be their, you know, their theater. Thi- also, it's going to be like an Oscar. Like, that's yeah. their yeah, shot. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If this wins Oscars, Apple TV. There it is, yeah. baby. Yeah. I still don't know if it'll be that. I don't know. I mean, it's black and white. It's fucking Macbeth, and it's got Denzel Washington. So, you know what? Uh, Why not? I'll watch it. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I'll see it, I guess. What is... Cyrano. Cyrano. Carrie. Car- I watched this trailer with Carrie, and I you felt... You watched me go on a journey. I felt Carrie just, like, <laughs> discover something inside of herself that she didn't didn't well, know. Because this, this is a, a new adaptation of Cyrano de Bergerac, which is a... It's like a... like a, I don't know what the word for it is, but it's like a, a poem. It's told in script. It's an older story. I, I read it in World Lit. And it's about a guy who is a poet, but he has a really big nose and he finds himself super ugly, but he's in love with this woman and he writes these poems for her through the mouth of this other attractive man. But this movie is that same story, but in place of a man with a large nose, you have Peter Dinklage, who is playing Oh, that yes, I remember oh, this. And yes, I, was like, I saw a trailer for this. I was like, ooh. And then they started singing, and I was like, oh my fucking god. Yes. <laughs> and it's by the guy who did Pride and Prejudice. And I was like, holy shit. So this rocketed its way into one of my most anticipated movies of the year. Because <laughs> I, I I was excited. And it's got the lady from Swallow in it. Oh, and, uh, I like her. She's great. She's great. She's I, great. I'm just saying, I'm excited. It might be really bad, but it might be really good yeah that trailer i was like what is going on I was like, okay right. yeah i also don't know what was going on but meanwhile carrie was having a just like a, just an outer body experience well, I, it was, I was already like i like old timey big yeah yeah, yeah. Yes, like, do. then i was like oh cool and then she's in the carriage and starts singing and i'm like oh no oh no oh, what's no. happening to me <laughs> have you seen bridgerton carrie Mm-mm. okay People like Bridgerton. People is that the sexy love. show? That's, That's the, the Shonda Rhimes sexy old timey song. Got yeah. it. Yeah, sure. Carrie, there is a Downton Abbey sequel coming out. Did you know this? <sighs> yes, I did see this. Yes, I did see it. Oh, no. I, I, that thing brought me more joy than seeing a movie with Carrie and if Downton Abbey would <laughs> come on and she would go, Oh, Christ. <laughs> I hated that trailer so much. <laughs> because it just assumed 
that I'm a big Downton Abbey fan and I'm putting Some of the Downton Abbey movie ones <laughs> like it's finally time. I'm shitting my pants watching this trailer. Looks like we're back at the Abbey, right? <laughs> <laughs> Twelve exterior shots of this house. Like, we have to go back. I was like, what are you talking From about? where? <laughs> I haven't watched the I show. I that show was over. Why are they doing another movie? I thought that was the finale. No. Oh, I'm so glad. Uh, maybe there wasn't as the many trailers. I remember being relentless <laughs> trailers for the first one. And I kept getting emails about it. I was like, leave me alone. <laughs> 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 uh, Fuck down Anyways, uh, yeah, that's December. I am. Downton Abbey, a new era. What do you mean? 2022, March 18, 2022. That's like the week after Batman. Do they really? I guess the audience is going to so be there. So it's not coming out this year. No, it's Christ. next year. But I, I know it's coming oh, you out. Know. I know it's coming. I just want to tell Gary. I had nothing against that show until I was just inundated with that trailer over and over and over. <laughs> it's like, now fuck that show. Well, that's that, folks. I am excited for The Matrix. I hope it's good. Um, the stuff's coming out. I'm hoping I can watch a Spider-Man movie I don't hate for the first time in. Well, Spider-Verse I don't is, hate, is perfect. I don't hate the other two Spider-Man movies. I just think they're dumb. I mean, they're fine. I don't know. They're, they're, they're just smooth brain, and I don't like that. I like my I like my Spider-Man movies to be thoughtful. I was gonna say, okay? yeah, that makes you sound uh, really. Uh, I like my Spider-Man movies to be mm-hmm. thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Nah. Spider-Verse is very good though. Spider-verse it is. is it is thoughtful. It Spider-verse is, is genuinely yeah, amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm very excited for that sequel. Hell yeah. Excited for Morbius. Morbius. Oh. <laughs> That's January. It is January. Yeah. Good movies come out in January, I hear. I, I love uh, January. Yeah. <laughs> it's me, Michael Morbius. You know, Morbius. I don't know. Michael Morbius. He does a Venom joke in it. Oh. In the, the new trailer. He's attacking the guy, and he's like, who are you? I'm Venom. And he's like, Venom's what? probably in that Spider-Man movie, right? The new one? He might, it might be a cameo. Why not? Yeah. Anyways. Uh, that's that's podcast, folks. Uh, Carrie, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at kar underscore eliles l y l e s, or on Letterbox just by searching my first name, Carrie k a r r i e. Mm-hmm. Ryan, where can people find you? Uh, Letterboxed film piece. That is where you find me. Talk about uh, Spencer. Spencer. Spider Man Two. <laughs> uh, I want to get because Spencer comes out on physical in January, oh, and but I'm thinking like, no, I want it on Criterion. Do you think I it's going to get it? I want it on Criterion. Like a, a Personal each, Shopper was fast. Personal Shopper was fast. Really fast yeah. um, I think I, I think Spencer will be on Criterion or like uh, like an Arrow Something or cool, like a, yeah. or a nicer one. I want that movie in a nice thing because I really like it. Mm-hmm. It has great style, so I want the box to look good. All right? Okay. Listen to me. <laughs> Hulk is dying. He's in space now. Who cares? His dad can <laughs> absorb things. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, he looks just horrible. George, where are you on the internet? Uh, I'm at jcruzalvarez26, where you can find me maybe playing Enter the Matrix, the video game, and the Matrix Path of Neo, and looking up lore on the Matrix MMORPG, um, where uh, where Morbius, uh, not Morbius, Mo- fucking Morpheus dies in the MMORPG. Um, That's why he's not played by um, the by guy the in, the, yeah. in the new one. Yeah. Um, is what I've heard on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. 
That sucks. Yep. Anyways, until next time, uh, laugh and grow fat. I don't know. Uh, Hulk. Angley. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember. Hold on a second. I remember this. This was in the trailer. Yeah. Yes, it was in the trailer. Yeah, there it goes. Oh, there it is. What in the fuck? Is this a nightmare? This is a nightmare sequence. Yeah. It's oh. like, oh, it's like duality of man. This is the scene in the mirror where, like, he, like, pushes the fog and he's like, oh, the Hulk is on the other side. Yeah, he's like, duality San Francisco. of man. <laughs> this podcast goes for another hour while we just do Anyways, that's a podcast. Uh, <laughs> the Incredible Hulk is not that bad. It's Watch not that, that bad. instead. See you next time. <laughs>